It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, we're going to dive into another NBA draft profile and projection. Can Keegan Murray be the best defender in this class? And is he going to be a master of none but jack of all trades, Swiss Army Knight at the NBA level? Should you be concerned with his age? We'll talk all about Keegan Murray today on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Bet Online. we're going to have another 2022 NBA Draft profile and projection, giving you all you need to know but a possible Thunder prospect. Today's podcast uh, prospect is Keegan Murray from Iowa University. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this year with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. So make sure you go check out Bet Online where the game starts. And thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball Monday through Friday. Subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts from on YouTube or on your Apple podcast feed, Spotify, any podcasting platform, including YouTube, subscribe for free. It's all totally free every day. Talking Thunder basketball, even through the off seasons. So make sure you check us out. Locked on Thunder. Anywhere you get your podcast from and follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore style. So you never miss an, ep- an episode or an update on the Thunder. And make sure you go back and check out our other draft profiles because we've already gotten some out of the way. We're going to continue this all throughout the uh draft process because we want you to make sure you know about every prospect Sam Presti might be thinking about. We've already done Jabari Smith, Paul Bancaro, Chet Holmgren, Jaden Ivey, and AJ Griffin. This week we have Keegan Murray today. We're going to have Shaden Sharp on Friday between now and then. 
uh, will knock out uh, Benedict Matherin and Jalen Duran and Jeremy Sohan as well. So a jam-packed week for Locked On Thunder. Also, we're going to do a mailbag episode. So if you aren't on Twitter and don't see my mailbag tweets, you can leave your mailbag questions in this episode right here on the comment section down below on YouTube or on the email address, LLThunderPod at gmail.com. So make sure you get involved that way as well. Now, let's dive into Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray is a 6'8 guard slash forward. Really can just be a modern NBA basketball player, right? 215 pounds. Uh, Going to be 22 years old during his rookie season. He's 21 right now, 21.8 right now uh, from Iowa. I think he can do a lot of things well in the NBA, but I'm not sure what his, his master skill set will be, right? He might be very good at everything, but I don't know what he's going to be truly elite at. And we'll talk about that with the strengths and weaknesses of his game, plus our synergy segment of what he did well in college, what he needs to improve on our availability segment, which is kind of where mocks and and big boards have him ranged at ceiling, his floor, his NBA comp and his fit with the thunder. So whenever we leave here, you'll know everything you know about Keegan Murray. Uh, But the number one strength for me for Keegan Murray is his motor. I think that he has, a great motor, especially as you compare it to other players in this range, this top half of the draft lottery. You're not going to see him take plays off. You're not going to see him fall asleep defensively. You're not going to see him check out or be kind of lazy on the end of the floor as you see other uh, top prospects be in. And I always excuse that for top prospects because it's college and you know, it's just it's it's different to get ramped up for an NBA game. You're just getting ramped up to play Maryland on a Tuesday night. So I, I don't hold it against college players as much as other people do. But this, in this case for Keegan Murray, the motors are an all time high uh, and he's a great defender. You know, one through four, he can guard. I think that even in certain matchups, he could guard a five if it's a small ball five, uh, but given his frame, his length, his knack for the basketball, he projects to be an elite defender in the NBA. Now being an elite defender has a lot of caveats, right? Who's helping you defensively on your team. What's the team defensive concept and the team environment for development. With the Thunder, with the Raptors, with teams like that, I feel very confident in their ability to take you to the next level defensively. Other teams, not so much, right? Other teams, not so much. So if you went to the Thunder, I'd feel a lot more comfortable in that elite uh, projection or, or the Raptors or a team like that, that that can develop defense, like the Heat even as well, of course, uh, you know, and other teams uh, along the way. But he could be an elite defender, but stick with a very good defender right now and can guard one through four, which you're going to have to have in the modern NBA era. And you're going to have to have that as a prototype for who you want to stick into a playoff rotation, who you want to stick into your franchise to be one of the top guys in your franchise. Really great rebounder for his size and, and for his ability. He understands angles, I think, better than anybody in this draft. Uh, he can play the small ball five and space the floor offensively, just as he can guard small ball fives. I think he can play small ball five and space the floor with a five-out offense due to his shooting ability, his cutting ability, and just his all-around offensive game, which I think is pretty good. Again, not necessarily elite at anything, but pretty good all around. At this current moment in time, again, I have to say that because he's going to be 22 years old, and a lot of these guys are 18, 19 years old, so you you can't really uh, compare them long-term to each other in this sense. But at this current moment in time, he understands the game better than any other lottery pick besides maybe Akagbaji, but I'd still take Keegan Murray's acumen over Akagbaji in this sense. He understands where he needs to be. He understands when he needs to cut. 
You understand who needs to have the ball in his hands, how to rotate defensively, how to switch pick and rolls, how to run pick and rolls, when to be ball dominant, when to give the ball up, when is it best for his matchup to be off ball, on ball, when to screen, when to come off screens, how to come off screens, the angle in which the ball is going to come off the rim. He just understands how to run in transition. He understands the game of basketball better than anybody in this draft right now. And, and again, you expect that from a 22-year-old. You expect that from a guy with this much maturity. And we'll see if if he continues to be the smartest player from this class on the floor or if his peers can catch up as they get more experience. This is all going to come with experience, of course. But you have to love his basketball acumen at this current moment in time. You can also use him in a variety of ways offensively. You can use him as a corner three-point shooter, which would be, of course, what the doctor ordered for the Thunder. You can use him in the dunker spot curling off screens, using pin-down screens as a cutter, uh, as a screener. You can use him in the high post to run offense through, like you used Al Horford uh, for Mark. Like Mark used Al Horford in his first year uh, in Oklahoma City, using Keegan Murray in the high post at the nail, at the elbow, free throw line extended to run offense, You know, to have handoff plays with SGA, and to um, you really run your offense through in the sense of handoff plays, finding cutters, finding guys going back door off of screens, things like that. Running your offense through the through the post has been something that Mark has tried before, and Keegan Murray can really do that um, at his skill set right now. Plus, of course, he's the best transition player. Uh, now, obviously, it's easy to be good in transition whenever you have a, a good basketball acumen, but he is uh, grading out as one of the best transition players in this draft. So that's great as well for a team that wants to be small, versatile, and running like the Thunder tried to do, but we'll see if they continue to do that uh, whenever this thing is put together. Uh, also creates a shot for himself if absolutely necessary. Now, if you're looking for a guy to create his own shot, Keegan Murray can do that. I mean, it's it's not something he can't do, but if that's what you're searching for in this draft, if you're going into the combine next week and the lottery next week, and you're going into it saying, you've got to find our bucket getter, there's many better options than Keegan Murray, in my opinion. But if you're just saying we need someone who can play basketball, and secondarily, if he can get a bucket, that'd be great. We need him to be able to have a baseline of a bucket getter. Then that's more Keegan Murray style, right? So it's something he can do, but not something I would grade at, at higher than a lot of other players in this draft. If I, if we were just grading best bucket getters, uh, he would not be uh, rated, but it's, it's about his overall game, overall ability to play at this level. The weaknesses of his game, um, again, not too many weaknesses, but also not too many elite traits. Uh, the weaknesses, number one, is that he's old. I mean, obviously, 22 years old in your rookie season is not appealing to NBA scouts in this day and age. I do not love his ability to finish at the rim. Uh, in fact, I think it needs a ton of work, him rim finishing. And I do worry about the jump shot because, you know, he's a solid shooter, had a fantastic eight percentage point jump this year compared to last college basketball season. Um, but he shoots 73% at the free throw line, which gives you some um, – comfort that this shooting was not an outlier but it very well could be so i love what he did shooting wise this year but i'm cautiously optimistic about it and the free throw line is really helping me get over that get over that fear that it was just an outlier year but uh, it is something to pay attention to in general for keegan murray that it was just a great year for him at the at the three at the three-point line but again eight points above what he was not this not this past year but the year after that so really interesting player is it a fit for the Thunder? We'll talk about that coming up. Where do I have him rated on my big board? We'll talk about that coming up. And also his NBA floor, his comp, and also synergy numbers. That might give you a ton of optimism about Keegan Murray. 
here as we continue on our draft profile and projection series. But first, I want to tell you right now, but our good friends over at Bet Online, folks. Bet Online, as you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, Bet Online is the place you want to be for the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including the basketball playoffs, MLB season, and even UFC fights and a ton of other uh, options out there for you. BetOnline has your continued source for sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Go to the website today, or even use your mobile device, and check out all the trends in action. BetOnline's where the game starts. And folks, it's so easy. You type in betonline.net in your URL. You go to their sports book, and then you go down to basketball. We're doing this all in real time. Basketball, NBA series, and you can go down to the NBA basketball games. And today, the Celtics and Bucks play. Celtics, one-point underdogs on the road. Uh, they're minus 107 on the money line. The over-under is 212.5 points. Let's go Boston plus one in this one. They win on the road uh, in a pivotal game in that series against Milwaukee. So that's the bet for today. Let me know what you think down below and go to Bet Online to cash in. Bet Online, where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, Sock and Thunder Basketball. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown NBA Big Board Show, hosted by Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Chunkies and the author of the NBA Big Board Newsletter. Of course, he's joined every week by our good friend, Richard Stamen at Mavshraft on Twitter, who joins us every week as well. This week, he'll be coming on on Friday for us to talk about Shaden Sharp. It comes out on Tuesdays on Locked NBA Big Board, so check that out tomorrow as well. And check out Locked NBA Big Board so you're covered for the NBA draft, just like we're getting you set over here at Locked On Thunder. Now let's continue talking about Keegan Murray. And, of course, we have some fantastic synergy segment numbers, as we always do. An area which you can get very excited about is offensively, he's in the 99th percentile in the country, averaging 1.2 points per possession. In transition, he's in the 97th percentile in the country, averaging 1.5 points per possession. He's in the 98th percentile in the country in the half-court offense, averaging 1.145 points per possession. Now, again, half-court offense is what you're typically going to see in the, in, the, uh, in the NBA game, but it's a lot more difficult in college to run a half-court offense because there's lack of spacing, uh, the floor is just more cramped in general, and you're not playing with players who um, provide gravity for you like you will be in the NBA. So it's very impressive to be a very good half-court offensive player in in the college ranks, and he did that at a 98th percentile at the half-court offense in college. Out of timeouts, which is what Mark thrives in doing, and of course you have Josh Giddey as an elite inbounder out of timeouts, Uh, so this is a very important area for the Thunder. He's in the 91st percentile offensively out of timeouts, averaging 1.1 points per possession. So very critical there as well. Now we can continue on talking about the out-of-time-out play, which we just talked about, but also one of the more interesting aspects of his game, which is his post-up offensively. 
even at the 6'8 guard forward hybrid, he's in the 99th percentile in the country in post-ups, 1.1 points per possession. That is what I was referring to whenever talking about he can be an Al Horford role offensively, running the ball, you know, running your offense through the post in certain sets. Because not only can he have those turnaround jumpers in the mid-range, he has a really powerful move to get leverage and step throughs towards the rim, but also he has that guard passing ability to where he's not an elite passer, but he's a good enough passer and understands where the ball should go so he can get the ball where it needs to be out of the post. So using the post-up scenario could be a very lethal weapon for you in the, at the NBA trait as it, at the NBA level as it was in college, 99th percentile in post-ups. The catch and shoot, 37.9% from the floor. Uh, and of course, this encompasses you know the three-point line, field goal percentage, just everything, 37.9% on the catch and shoot. An interesting note is that being unguarded and being guarded was only a 1% difference, 38% whenever he was unguarded as a jump shooter, 37% whenever he was guarded. Uh, jump shots off the dribble, he shot 34%, so a, a significant drop-off. But for the Thunder specifically, you're not necessarily going to ask him to be doing a ton off the dribble anyway because you already have two ball-dominant players. And so being a good catch-and-shoot you know, player and being a great cutter and being a great uh, isolation player it would be uh, very beneficial for the Thunder. Uh, the other thing, though, is that he, he's average whenever he drives to the right, but he's excellent whenever he drives to the left. And that's how synergy grades uh, out these two categories. They, they grade out drives to the right as, quote, average, drives to the left as, quote, excellent. He only has 13 possessions going right this last season, 41 possessions going left. Uh, here are all of Keegan Murray's excellent grades given by synergy. Transition. Half-court offense, after timeouts, against man defense, which is what you're, which is what you're typically going to see in the NBA, some man defense, 98th percentile, 1.16 points per possession. He's excellent in spot-up, post-ups, offensive rebounds, isolation, three-pointers, 38%, driving left. Uh, but that's all excellent on the offensive end. Defensively, synergy grades Keegan Murray as a poor defender. So an area in which, of course, he'll need to improve. However... I think that the synergy grade on this on this facet of it, mainly due to his situation, mainly due to his help defense, mainly due to his team, his scheme. I think as a, in a vacuum, if you only looked at Keegan Murray defensively, he was doing his job a lot of the times and he was performing very well defensively and projects to perform very well defensively at the NBA level. So where is Keegan Murray going to be available? Here's where the player is going is kind of moving around in mocks and big boards. The ringer has him at six. ESPN at five, Athletic at five, Bleacher Report at eight. Now CBS now has three people on their panel. So Kyle Boone has him at six, Gary Parrish at five, and the newcomer. I'm not too familiar with David Cobb, but David Cobb has him at three. Uh, NBC at five, Draftland at six, uh, Tinglethon at five. I have him at seven on my big board. And then our good friend Mavs Draft on Twitter, his big board is at eight. So you see Keegan Murray's range anywhere from eight to three in this draft, but you know, mainly eight to, to five in this draft uh, for most people, except for David Cobb at three. So um, that's kind of his range to me. Um, for the Thunder specifically, I don't know how to feel about Keegan Murray whenever you could go for a guy like, you know, A.J. Griffin, who we did uh, last week, who I just love uh, as a upside play if he passes all the medical grades you need him to pass. Uh, Jaden Ivey, I think, would even be a, be a better option than Keegan Murray, even though I'm not in love with his fit with the Thunder specifically, you know that I love Shaden Sharp. And then, of course, the top three of Ben Carroll, uh, Jabari, and Paolo. But if you get down to seven, would you rather have, you know, Keegan Murray? You know, if you get down to that six range and, you're, and now you're picking between your six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys 
on your board? Would you rather have Keegan Murray or Benedict or Mathurin or Jalen Duran or Jeremy Sohan? Like at, at that point, then you're starting to, you know, then, then you're starting to get down to the nitty gritty where you need to pick a guy like Keegan Murray. So again, the pick odds coming out, the Thunder technically could fall to eight at 2.2% chance. They could fall to seven with a 16.7% chance. And their most realistic outcome is picking sixth again at 25.7% chance of picking six. So when you get to six, seven, eight, that's when it becomes more realistic for Keegan Murray. To me, anything above six, and you're not really looking at Keegan Murray, you're looking at one of the big three of Paul Bancaro, Chet Holmgren, or uh, or Jabari Smith. And then you're looking at Shaden Sharp or Jaden Ivey at four or five. And then at six, once you get to six, then you can start kind of piecing your board together from there. As it starts with Keegan Murray. So that's kind of where his range is at. His ceiling and floor. To me, his ceiling is a number three option. Okay, maybe if he hits his one-of-one one ceiling, his entirety of his ceiling, maybe number two option. But to me, the best case scenario is a number three option on a team that has title aspirations and he plays some really good defense. His floor to me is a nice bench piece that just kind of floats around and teams want him because he can do a lot of different aspects, but he's not necessarily a driving force for anybody. He's just a nice filler player uh, in a playoff rotation, which is still good. You need playoff rotation players for once you get to the playoffs. Uh, But again, in terms of ceiling, it's just not there as it is for other guys. Three is is maybe even stretching it in in some ways, but I say his ceiling is a number three option on a team that has a chance to win a title. His NBA comps brought to you by uh, Kevin O'Connor of the Ringer. He says it's shades of Pascal Siakam, Al Horford, and TJ Warren. If you get TJ Warren at you know five six, eh, Pascal Siakam, Al Horford would be pretty good, of course. Uh, but coming up, let's talk about how he fits with the Thunder specifically and why the Thunder should and shouldn't draft uh, Keegan Murray in this year's NBA draft. Plus, how does he impact the roster if the Thunder do go this way? Who is on the chopping block? Does the Thunder need to create these roster spots for these four draft picks coming in? We'll talk about that coming up as well. But first, we're going to say right now, we're good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. My favorite part about Built Bar is that they know nothing and everything about candy bars. They have know everything about candy bars, even though it's a protein bar. Folks, this is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's fantastic. What I tell you right now that my favorite part about Bilt Bar is that it's 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Green, but they also have peanut butter and other incredible options for you as well. So check them out today, built.com, promo code LOT15, 15% off of your next order. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy 
of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Hello Thunder Pod. For your second listen, go check out Lockdown NBA. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball, Fighters Week, Monday through Friday. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to Lockdown Thunder as we continue uh, marching on here through draft coverage. So we're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Let's talk about Keegan Murray's first, you know, fit with the Thunder, his role with the Thunder. His future role to me is just a complimentary piece for SGA and Josh Giddy. Not going to be the man, not going to be somebody who, uh, you know, you write home about, but it's going to be a very complimentary piece to Josh Giddy and SGA. It'll, it'll clearly be their team, Giddy, SGA's team, not necessarily Keegan Murray's team uh, in this case, or not really even be in the mix of threatening that, in my opinion. Uh, for Keegan Murray. Rotational fit, starter right away, and kind of consistently stays that way throughout his career. A roster impact, look, you draft Keegan Murray, you can play small ball five and can guard one through four and can do the different things that we just said that Keegan Murray can do. Plus, you have Jeremiah Robinson Earl that you invested in by trading up for in the second round. I'm not sure how Isaiah Roby fits into the plan whenever you add in Keegan Murray. Much less, you know, even Darius Baisley. If Darius Baisley not kind of does not kind of do what he needs to do this offseason and work on his corner threes, how does Darius Baisley fit in? So those are two guys I'd be keeping a key nine on if you draft Keegan Murray in this year's draft. Why the Thunder should take Keegan Murray is that they believe that he can be a, a good third piece, and, and that they believe SGA and Josh Giddy are pieces one and two. So if you believe if you grade out Josh Giddy and SGA as a one and two combination on a title team well, then you can feel more comfortable taking Keegan Murray as a number three option uh, for you. If you don't feel like you found your number one option or number two option, then you need to go for a higher upside swing. And that's what the Thunder shouldn't take them. There's better upside in this range of the draft. Let me know what you think on Keegan Murray. I know a lot of you are high on Keegan Murray, probably higher than I am on Keegan Murray, even though I have him, you know, seventh, eighth on my big board. Uh, but let me know what you think in the comment section down below or on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. And until tomorrow, Whenever we answer your questions, so leave them down below on YouTube or on Twitter. Be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.